Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. So this week I have with me the natural-born villain, Tim Rockwell. We kind of get into talking about how he started wrestling for a cause and how he kind of came up with his character that he has, and along with a lot of other really cool subjects. I think you guys are really going to like this episode. We kind of just go all over the board. It's a lot of fun. There's a few things that I actually left in there that I would usually edit out just because I thought it was funny and I thought it would flow really well with the conversation. So if there's a few parts that sound a little goofy, that's on me. He was amazing on this episode. He was a lot of fun to talk to and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. Get back in your car. Go. <laughs> get out of here. You can't be here. I wasn't about to call you Dad, so. <laughs> Seriously? Just for the, you know, the work rate, brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. She said he looked like an old piece of leather. Oh, that's <laughs> wow. Supernatural, which is by far one of my favorite shows, and I will be talking a lot about Supernatural. I will be quoting Supernatural. Bro! I just remember, because they also, everybody, whenever they came to the ring, goes, (laughs) What? Okay, before I get started, you ever had a design in mind, and you wanted to put it on a shirt, or a hat, or a cup? but you just didn't know who to go to, well, come on over to R&L Designs where they make all of your custom needs come true. They make custom hats. They make custom shirts. They make custom mugs. They even do the tumblers and the glass mugs as well. They do key fobs even. They have great prices and they have a reasonable turnaround time. If you need anything custom, these are the people that you need to hit up today. You can find them on Facebook, and that is at R&L Designs. You can also find them on Instagram at R&L Designs 19. They have a Facebook page. They have an Instagram page. They update it regularly with new products. You can also message them if you have something in mind. Hit them up today for all of your custom needs. Give them a like. Give them a follow. All right, everybody. So today I have with me somebody that I've been talking to for a minute about getting on this show, and I am very excited to have on here. He is the promoter for Wrestling for a Cause. He is the natural-born villain, Tim Rockwell. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on, by the way, man. Yeah, I am I am stoked to have you on here, man. It's, uh, it's something that I've been looking forward to for a minute. Yeah, uh, when you first asked me, I was like, man, I, I really, and then you gave me the date. And I was like, that's a couple weeks out. So I wasn't sure, I was like, how things were going. And then, you know, you messaged me today and was like, we're good. I said, I'm good, man. Let's do this. Let's have some fun. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I try to record them. You know, I try to let them know as far out as I can. I've got some that are 
I've, I've got them planned all the way out to September now. So I'm, I'm staying pretty busy. I've got somebody lined up either every Monday or, or Tuesday if they can't do it on Monday to uh, do the show. So, yeah, I'm staying pretty busy. Yeah, Tuesdays and uh, Thursdays are pretty busy because I'm either A, a out promoting or we uh, we run a uh, dojo out uh, North Tulsa. So I'm either there uh, or out promoting or doing something wrestling related. Right. Yeah. So it, from what I hear, uh, the wrestling promotion and stuff kind of runs in your family uh, from what I've heard from other people. Uh, yeah. So like when I was uh, like, it's just crazy that I can even remember this and the fact that people in my life can't kind of uh, Jog, they jog my memory by reminding me and telling me about some of these things. So when I was like two, I remember watching wrestling for the first time. It was on television. It was Hulk Hogan. I saw Hulk Hogan for the first time. Fell in love with it. Yeah. I met like a childhood friend of mine and he really got me into wrestling. Well, Little did I know that I had people in my family that was already in wrestling. My uncle Raymond, who had married my stepdad's, uh, so it's like not so much blood related, but it was all like married into the family type deal. Right, well, anyways, right. my uncle Raymond, my uncle Raymond was running a wrestling promotion called the World Wrestling Empire. So my dad would take me to my mom's every weekend, and my mom would let me go with my Uncle Raymond and Aunt Cindy, and every Saturday night, every Friday or, or Saturday nights, whatever, whenever nights they had them on, I mean, they would take us, and I would sit next to Miss B, and we would just watch wrestling every Saturday night. Every it was like a constant thing, all all up until I was probably about seventeen, eighteen. There was uh, another wrestling promotion that had taken over. It's called Oklahoma Pro Wrestling, which was ran by Rocco Valentino. Yeah. Okay. I've heard. Of uh, I kind. Yeah, I kind of stepped away away from the whole wrestling thing and tried to see if there was something else I loved to do better. You know, like baseball, football, that type of deal. Uh huh. Nothing. Nothing filled that void, man. So when I was like. 20 i decided to start training and i trained i started training then and i'm 38 now you know i've been doing this 18 years it, it's oh, wow. it's it's been a it's been a roller coaster for sure <laughs> so where did you actually train at um i trained at srpw they had a training academy we they trained monday through thursday we trained three hours a night four nights a week uh-huh um, I, w- I was trained by Dexter. Dexter Hardaway, uh, I think, was a, just a phenomenal trainer. He has trained some of the best talents. Uh, he he had just got back from uh, Harley School, and then he just got back from a like a three day son- seminar with Doctor Tom. Oh, so wow. he was just pushing all that knowledge on to, uh, all of us new students coming in and. I trained for like four, I want to say four or five months. I would say four days a week. I didn't miss one day of training, no matter how sore I was. And I, I they finally got, they put me in a show and like I, I instantly got over. I was like doing this rookie, rookie Timmy J character. And I instantly got over. Uh, all my family started coming out to shows. All my friends started coming out. So we started packing in venues. 
uh, that eventually wore off, you know, uh, that, that the family support eventually wore right. off. Yeah. Um, my mom, my mom, aunt and, uh, dad still come to my events today, but, but for the most part, a lot of my other families, they, they don't, they don't they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was cool when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> They've kind of moved on and everything. I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So 18 years in the business already, and uh, yeah, so you've, I, I kind of read up on your Oakland fans a little bit, and uh, you've been in a lot of different places, you've held quite a few different titles, and uh, that list is super long, very impressive to look at. Yeah, I, I don't remember a lot of them, to be honest with you. Uh, some of them I regret, uh, some of them uh, I enjoy some of my fondest moments over in compound when it was uh uh the uh russ and mike steerwall um ran federation um uh, i enjoyed my time there uh there was a little there was a little group called mwa that had ran probably for a couple years out in spavanaugh okay. and if it wasn't for them i probably would have never started them in compound i would have never started wfc so yeah, they're, they're a big inspiration, not just inspiration, but a big help as in like equipment and giving me the ability to do it. Yeah. Uh, and that, and that WFC was, it was a one-time show. It, it was, it wasn't even called WFC the very first show because we didn't realize we were going to continue doing this. It was a one-time deal. And So I want to get into that and everything about how you got that started. And uh, it, that's a pretty amazing thing that you do there. I've kind of talked to you about it a little bit when I uh, met you at the Salem Springs show not too long ago, but it's oh, uh, Salem Springs. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. That was show. fun. That, that was, was my, fun. That was my daughter's first show that she had ever been to. So yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. And uh, the one that I saw before that was Bentonville. And that was the first time I had been to a show with my son. So, you know, my family's all started going to it and they love it. And she was pretty excited when I told her that I was talking to you tonight. So that's kind of crazy. So you've seen like the the heat, the very very villain side of me. You yes. haven't really got to see the whole WFC side of me. I have not that's, yet. That's that. Yeah, that's that, that, that's kind of cool. I'm I'm glad you got to see that side of me first, though. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't believe that side of me if you saw this side of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and the, the thing is, is uh, something I noticed. Uh, people love to. Cause you have the V's up and things, yeah. that, you know, and people love to chant back at you at those shows. That's the one thing that really sticks out to me is each show that I've been to, the fans really get involved and uh, it, it makes it so much more fun when they're involved like that. Man, they really do. They really do. And they spend money on you, uh, you know, like, like they, they really make this dream come true, you know? So it's yeah. like, because of the fans, that, that that's, other than WFC, it was fight, fighting this childhood cancer and helping the vets and all that. Mm -hmm. Like the fans is the reason why we I keep doing this. I keep I keep going out there every single time and doing this is because of that reaction right there. That 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 love or hate that feel. It's yeah. it's, it's the greatest of all time. From talking to other wrestlers and stuff, and I can tell just from talking to you in just this little amount that it's almost like a drug being able to have that that electricity that's in the air with the amount of excitement from the crowd. 
100 and it's an it's an addiction yeah. so it's like that's why you know that's why we can't just do it once a month that's why you can't expect a guy just to work for one single place that's running once a month because that addiction man you had to wear off and then their love goes away let them venture out you know right. uh, let them go out and let them test the waters let them see see what what's out in the open world you know uh, and then if it's not what they thought they'll come back you know what I mean? They'll come back and we'll still be here. We'll still be running. And, and, you know, so, so that, that's the cool thing about professional wrestling. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's right. everywhere. Yeah. So you can get your fix anywhere. So well, that's one thing that I thought that's pretty cool. I've had, um, toxic masculinity on here, the Johnny's and, uh, Johnny's man. I just went through a nine month feud with those guys, <laughs> a nine month feud with those guys. That wow. ended in all four of us getting our butts kicked. <laughs> I wish I could have been at so, the show because it was at the. It's uh, amazing. The uh, Fandetta, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That one was at the Fandetta. Oh no, that match right there was at um, the uh, Freedom Dream Rumble, which cheap okay. plug is on IWTV right now under Wrestling for a Gauze. <laughs> awesome. I did see that y'all actually have an IMDb on there now too, or at least. Oh, I do think, we? I think you're on IMDb. Hey, bring it on! Bring was, it on! I was trying to do some research and everything, and that was one thing that popped up because I, first I just put in Tim Rockwell, and then it you know it gave me the actor, and so I put in Tim Rockwell wrestler, and it gave me an IMDb page and all that stuff. So yeah, huh? You're, you're making it big, man. The thing, things you, you never know, man. I, I don't. Uh, I, I used to be that guy that Googled myself, and I realized it wasn't getting me nowhere, <laughs> so I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so now I just Google people I want to work, or people I want working for me, or people I want my friends, or people that I think that I think is best fit for one of the better wrestlers inside my company. Mm-hmm. You know, so. So now it's like now I'm just more interested in what's out there. What what can help WFC? What can help us as a professional wrestling company? Right. Well, and that's going back to what I was saying before with uh, the Johnnies. You know, you have them going out and representing your brand by you know defending their titles in other promotions uh-huh. as well. And I I love seeing stuff like that. Yeah, and. They're going down in history. It's probably one of the greatest tag teams in WFC history. There's there's three top tag teams in eleven years. In eleven years, there's three very top tag teams that you can't forget about in WFC: uh-huh. London Colin, Dutch Hagen, Dutch Hagen, and Richie Adams. Uh-huh. Simply the future: JD and Alex Royal. And the Johnnies don't get don't now don't get me wrong I'm not saying all these other tag teams like Casey Wolves and all of them aren't mentionable right. but it's just like those tag teams held those belts for so long so it's very memorable yeah. uh, like I, I won't for, I won't forget the BFFs you know they held them but it was like it was like a very entertaining moment in 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 tag team you know and these guys that they held the championship so it's like. Those three are like the top tag teams in WFC history. And which yeah. is crazy is all those guys, except for Alex Royal, is still active. Oh, that's awesome. Now, Alex Royal, he was 
if I'm remembering correctly, he was the WFC champion, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, so Alex has won the tag team title, the hometown heroes championship, the WFC championship. Uh, the only thing he has not done is won the Ryder Cup uh-huh. or won the Freedom's Ring Rumble. But yeah, Alex, uh, he's a uh, he's a uh, man. He's probably he's better than he should be, you know, and he's better than he gives himself credit to be. Like he's he's top notch, and, and I'm very proud to have him inside my company. Yeah, yeah, and I. The guy that who won the championship from him, I've had him on as well, and he's a great guy. Luke Langley. Luke Langley, he's awesome. I, that guy's going places for sure. Man, Luke, man, he is probably the greatest freaking wrestler, man. He is just so freaking good. Like, he's so good, it makes you sick. He's so good. <laughs> That's what I love about him, you know? Yeah, yeah. that little, uh, I was watching not too long ago his match that he did in AEW, and that little cocky strut that he did <laughs> after getting that one hit. <laughs> yeah. And it's just great. Yeah. You know? It's just like, yeah, that, that's hey. the kind of attitude that you need for it and it's just yeah. wonderful yeah so, it looks a good dude he is so another uh, thing that i wanted to talk about you had the the Ryder cup just happened recently and you had justin lee who won that um that one i feel was a pretty well deserved one he's a guy who's been around for a minute he had nothing but good to say about you whenever i had him on as well so uh oh was he talking good about him good because that gives me a chance to talk bad about him you know See, <laughs> we'll, we'll make this different you know no uh so justin um me and justin go way back you know uh i started so i started training in late 2003 early 2004 uh-huh. uh justin had bro- broke in i want to say it's 2000 2001 something like that okay um when I originally, when I was 17, before I stepped away and didn't want it, Justin was there and he was doing a little bit of the train. So I stepped away. Uh, I didn't like the way he, he was a little cocky guy, you know, <laughs> I remember him from the backyards. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> I, uh, I went over to a different promotion where it was basically, you had two promotions in town. You had TPW and you had a uh, SRPW. They were a rival promotion. It was the dumbest feud that you could ever think of. One ran on a Friday night, one ran on a Saturday night. There wasn't a feud there. <laughs> like, I don't understand <laughs> yeah. what is going on. <laughs> so, um, 2005, Justin brought me on over because SPW was kind of slowing down. And uh, he wanted to work with me. He kind of gave me this Texas character. And I started doing this te- te- Texas gimmick and got out of being this dull baby face, you know, made, made me a heel. I worked with Justin for so long. I mean, I it was year after year we kept getting a few of the year and i had so many matches with him and then justin retired came back and had a match with me when i was at the top of my freaking game and then the ring faultied so we didn't get to have the match we wanted we still haven't got to have the match we wanted not even in august well, we had this blow off in August. We still haven't got to have the match we wanted, so we'll eventually have it. But lo and hold, behold, me and Justin's been—we've been—we've been wrestling. I've been wrestling Justin as long as I've been wrestling with Space Cowboy Jason Jones. That, oh, wow. like since two thousand, yeah, since about two thousand five. You know, so yes. so it, it's crazy. Like 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 those two guys up there have been the guys that I could I could work any day of the week, any day of the week, and then we're gonna have. 
the, the match that everybody's going to talk about every night, you know? So, right. but yeah, Justin's a good guy, man. He's one of the good ones and he deserved to win that Ryder cup. I was shocked. I thought Dan Weber was going to win it, uh-huh. but, uh, I was just, Justin deserved that one. He deserves yeah. that one. I totally agree there. So do you prefer to work heel or babyface? I prefer heel. You do. Um, don't get me wrong. I like being a babyface. My problem is, is I don't have a babyface character, so I have to take a villain and I have to make him a babyface, you know. And it's kind of hard, but the crowd's already behind me, so they make it easier for me, you know. So it's more uh, of like, like an anti-hero. Yeah, I guess kind of in a way, yeah. <laughs> but but it seems like everybody likes the villains nowadays. You know, they always like the bad guys in the movies right. or something yeah. like that. So I actually prefer being the, the bad guy because to me i can i can tell a story better i can work psychology better i can give you a better match um and i i can just i can react better as a as a heel than i can as a baby face yeah i i had somebody recently on the show that told me that they preferred to work baby face because they felt they had more control in the match you know in uh, okay. kind of picking sure. the spots for it and everything and so i i thought that was an interesting way of looking at it I look at it the other way around. I like being a heel because I have more control of the match. But yeah. we we we're, we're all we're all we're all caught cut from different cloths, so we can't we can't really say what's what's wrong and what's right on that situation. So I I, Wait, I, I, I agree and disagree like though. Babyface? Yeah. Oh, I, I meant he, I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant oh, he, okay. He, okay. Like to okay. heel because he could control the match. You know. Okay. Yeah. I agree, and I agree 100. percent So. <laughs> Sorry, I got my words kind of tangled around there for a minute. You're all right, man. That's all right. So going back to um, the start of Wrestling for a Cause, how did you come up with the idea, and um, how did that get started? Um, so uh, back in 2011, mm-hmm. um, I kept reading about this little boy in Sky 2, Oklahoma, who was fighting brain cancer. And they were looking for fundraiser ideas, and like I was like, "Hell, let's try wrestling out." Mm-hmm. So we did a benefit. Uh, I got a venue do- donated to us. Uh, we did a benefit, and we raised a pretty good amount. I-, I-, I can't remember what the first amount was. Yeah. I want to say like thirteen, fourteen, maybe fifteen hundred or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, in a little small building that we drew like maybe one hundred and fifty people in. Okay. Uh, but we we also did like an auction, a silent auction that drew in a lot of money too. Yeah. Um, so uh, we did that show, and then the family reached out to me and asked me to do a second one the following year. And then another family reached out, then another family, and then another family, then another family. Then we ended up going from one show a year to two shows a year to four shows to 12 shows. To, now we're at like 22 shows a year, you know? So it's like, it's just it keeps growing and growing and, it, and it's going from like child not just childhood cancer but man we're out there we're helping the veterans now and that that's a big 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 thing for me that's is cool. i'm able to give give back to the people that has given me you know a life here in the united states so yes. um i i uh so so it's, that's a big deal to me that i'm able in the same month like i can help a child fight cancer and then i can go over here and i can help raise money with the vets you know so 
So it's 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 a huge deal. So anyways, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. We're now at 11 years and raised over $150,000 in 11 years for families that have been in need, you know? That's so that that right there, that, that that that's just that that's what I love to do. That's what I love to do. I I love to help people. Yeah. I love to try to give back. Um, I take it very serious, and I think I sometimes I take it too too serious. I have lost people that I thought maybe was my friends or whatever, you know. But uh, I stress a lot, and I, I take it a little serious, you know, and and. I take wrestling very like 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 a real life thing, man. I, I eat, breathe, sleep it, pro wrestling. Like my whole life revolves around pro wrestling. You know, if I'm not book if I'm not booking a show, I'm wrestling on a show. If I'm not wrestling on a show, I'm promoting a show. You know, so it's like all around. It it it's it, it's pro wrestling, pro wrestling, pro wrestling, pro wrestling. And a lot of people will say it. They'll say it. Hey, I live, breathe, eat. No. I really do like like if I'm not at work, I'm doing pro wrestling, you know, and and yeah. like you know, I'm I'm happy to say that pro wrestling is a part time living for me. It's not a full time living uh -huh. uh, because I have a full time job that I work 50, 50, 55 hours a week at. Uh, but uh, I I part time I, I'm able to do this part time and not ever lose lose money or, or anything. So. So I'm happy about that, and because you know I don't want no money at WFC. Nobody makes money at WFC except for those families that uh, that need help, you know. And that's 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 the great cause, man. That's that's the great freaking cause. Uh, we have a great TV show. We have we have we have now like huge shows coming out. Eleven years it's taken me to get a deal with the Tulsa Drillers. Now every uh, late Labor Day weekend, I do a show at George Stadium. Um, that's right. I saw something about that. And then, uh, you know, we, we got our biggest show. We had our biggest show ever coming up August 6th with EC3, Cowboy James Storm, Josh Woods, you know, Sam Stackhouse coming back and everything. So it's like, it's like, it's all like coming together, you know, and, and it's like becoming one of these things that, that I never thought would become about WFC or, or I thought we'd always be this little small pond in Oklahoma that, yeah. that is just uh, doing charity events, put on pro wrestling. And then I realized that you got more than just pro wrestling. You got more than just a charity. You got, you got like, like we got our concession, which, which is crazy because it's like a little mini restaurant, you know, and oh. you got this pro then you got this pro wrestling going on. Then you got these auctions going on. Then you got the families here, you know, and it's just like, it all comes together like this huge pot, you know? And, mm -hmm. and it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's like the greatest feeling in the world when I can hand over some money to a family or to a cause or to a veteran or to a family in need, you know? So it's like, it, it's my WrestleMania moment. These are my WrestleMania moments, you know? That's awesome. And, you know, it, you don't find a lot of people like you, uh, you know, I'm not just trying to, uh, blow smoke or anything, but there's not a lot of people out there like you, they want something out of it. And it really seems like you're getting the, the joy is what you're getting out of it. And that's the main part for you. And that's, that's rare to find when it comes to things like this. Yeah. So like originally, you know, it was different, you know, uh, originally it was just, it was strictly about doing whatever I could. It didn't matter who I booked as long as they were there to help me 
right. um, put together an event to help this child. But then I realized I needed a following in order to make this more money. I needed a following. So I needed to start grabbing some of the best, yeah. some of the best wrestlers, some of the best guys creating the best stories, creating a professional wrestling company. So, yeah, I, I get a huge joy out of helping families, but I also get a huge joy out of seeing this product on IWTV right. at a full capacity because then at any given time, I can go and see the smiles on those family faces. Yeah. I can go and see, see how happy the fans are, how happy the boys are. Like, like it's and, – and, like, it takes a team. And, and that's what a lot of – a lot of these promotions, they start up and they die down. They start up and they die down because everybody wants to do everything by themselves, man. But legit, WFC is a huge team. It's like it's like a team of over 40 people, you know? So, like, all of us, like, we're, we're a huge family. So, it's like when we have a road show, we're there to set up and tear down. When we're uh, promoting, oh, I, I do most of the promoting. So, I mean, like, I, I try not putting that stress on them. As long yeah. as they're there for set up, tear down, help me through these shows you know from the cameraman to the referees to the merch to the front door to the concession stand the wrestlers the refs i mean you, you keep going the guy that pulls the curtain i mean we have we have almost a job for everybody in that spot you know and and it's it's a different breed and like and that's why i have problems like wrestling other places is because it's like I see the way it's ran. I'm like, oh my God, it's so much easier if you do it this way, but I have to shut up and sit down in the corner and just put my boots on and go out there and wrestle. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I, you know, uh, Jason Jones got it down, though. You know, he, he's, he's similar to me. Like, he does do a lot himself, but he's real similar to me. You know, he's one of the hardest working men in pro wrestling next to me. Yeah. He's another one that's been uh, kind, of, <laughs> kind of elusive for me. I'm trying to get him to come on the show. I've got him scheduled right now, but he's been like, he told me, he was like, now, now you're going to have to tell me when you send me that invite to the show because uh, i got to make sure everything's cleared and I'm good to go because he's a busy yeah, guy too. He's, so. <laughs> dude, he, he's super busy, man. He's super busy. And uh, I, uh, uh, me and me and Jason, we, we, have, we, we have a different friendship than anybody, you know, so because yeah. we all, we're, we're cut from the same cloth, you know, uh, so it's, it's, it's a different relationship, but like, we don't book each other because we're friends with each other either. You know, and yeah. that's what people don't, don't get. It, it has nothing to do with a friendship. It has something to do with, uh, talent, uh, psychology, storytelling. You know, we see something in each other, what we're going to do, they're going to go out there and I guarantee you they're going to give you the hardest working match, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's a cool deal. Pro wrestling is a cool, cool place. It can be toxic, but it can also be the most amazing place in the world. Now, do you do all the online promoting yourself, or do you have a team that actually does that for you? Uh, so uh, I, ha- I have I have a little small team that helps me with the online promoting. So I do some of it. I have my booker, Tommy. He does a lot of it. So like a lot of the big stories Rick wrote, Tommy does all the writing. He, oh, okay. He, he, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a genius, man. He's like, man, he's just a freaking genius. So do you have anything uh, – I know you kind of talked about uh, the – IWTV that you have the thing coming uh, on. I, did I see something that you have another one that's on? Maybe this was something else I was reading. Do you have one that's on Fight TV as well? No, I do not. Uh, I we have a little one on uh, YouTube. Okay. 
uh, uh, some of our American Legion shows we put on YouTube, but uh, that that that's going to be changing because it looks like IWTV is wanting some of those shows on their show now, okay. on their station. So, so it might be switching over to just IWTV only uh, footage, and then, uh, but yeah, we we try to do a little, little something different. Uh, like I try to make those American Legion shows more like uh, old school wrestling shows. Yeah, and then the w, WFC Prime is more modern okay. storytelling and stuff like that. So, right on. So, do you have anything that you want to maybe talk about that's coming up? Uh, I know this is kind of a chance to for you to get some of your promoting out there as well here. So, I'd like for you to be able to do that. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, July twenty third, uh, we return to Hope Center Arena with special guests. Last real man, Silas Young. He returns back to WFC. Uh, he's been a pretty big hit for WFC. The fans love him. Uh, he's, he's been struggling with this feud with uh, Duke Cornell. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, July, July 23rd, we're going to be returning uh, right back at Hope Center Arena, and I hope to see everybody there for that because we're going to have another amazing event with Silas Young. Uh, then week after that we're going to be uh, at the american legion post number one uh it's going to be the july 30th which is going to be uh with no pressure sports they're going to be they're a huge sponsor for us a big big sponsor for this is wrestling another wrestling company coming out in january and then a week right i mean right after that we're talking three back-to-backs for wfc august 6th we got we're we're prior oklahoma mays county event center wfc's biggest show ever extravas slams and that's where we're gonna have ec3 control your narrative cowboy james storms with impact and josh woods with uh ring of honor and AEW now yeah and so and you know and then we got bigger bigger shows coming up after that you know so, so once we get people to come to these man they're gonna see we're, we're gonna do everything we can to give the fans here in oklahoma what they deserve you know and they deserve good professional wrestling. Man, I can't wait to come out to one of these shows. I haven't been able to... The first show that I ever came to was the Crown Championship show that you wrestled at in Bentonville. That was the Mm -hmm. first. I didn't even know about the local wrestling scene until then. Wow. And it was my son's stepdad was like, hey, do you want to take your son to the show and we can all three go together? I think you'd really like it. And I was like, that sounds great. I didn't even know that it was around here. And he, so we all went to it and it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. So I haven't yet got to go to a WFC show yet. I plan on doing it. I have a lot of family in Oklahoma and stuff around the prior area and all that. So I plan on making it out maybe in the next few shows and everything, but I'm very excited. To well, see you, you should try to make that prior show, man, on August 6th. Yeah. It's right be, there in prior. Yeah. That was that. Be a lot that. Of fun. That'll be a that'll be a great one, and they're all gonna be good. I mean, they're all just they're they're so fun, man. They're super fun. Uh, so I I think you'll enjoy yourself. It's a lot different. Like it's gonna be different everywhere you go. Like from Crown to Mid States to WFC to where whoever's running, every show's gonna be different. Not a, not not all of them are gonna be ran the same. Not all of them are gonna be the same. Right. But they're gonna be awesome, man. They're gonna be awesome. Well, I know that um, whenever I was, like I said, I was doing my research earlier today, and I ran across a comment, and I believe it was on Oakleaf Hands, 
or maybe it was on one of the other websites that I was looking at, and they were talking about how uh, WFC is one of the ones that you don't want to sleep on, that it is probably one of the best wrestling promotions in the state of Oklahoma. So uh, you have that fan base that, you know, is trying to get that word out there and, you know, just keeping it up the way you're doing it, I think you're just going to go far. Yeah, you know, and, and that, that's my and that's my thing, and that's what I want to keep doing. I, I want to uh, I want to keep giving back to the fans, keep giving back to the families, keep giving back to the wrestlers, you know. Uh-huh. And now's the time to do it, and now's the time when I'm going to do it. So it's uh, put up or shut up, you know. So here we are, we're, we're getting ready to do it. So I got a few more questions for you here. Okay, um, yeah, shoot. So. Who do you cons- like pattern your style after? Is there anybody that you kind of was lean towards whenever it comes to your style? Um, so I always like I always hated that saying like, "Hey, he's going to be the next Ric Flair," or "Hey, he's going to be the next Terry Trump," or yeah. I always wanted to be the first me, like go. the first me, you know, like like when I started doing the villain character and then Marty Sprawl started doing it. Like it kind of bothered me, but then I didn't because I realized we were doing two completely different characters and I was the natural born villain. So, so like, I didn't let it bother me because, you know, I've been doing the natural born villain since 2012, you know? So yeah. uh, Eat it, eat it. I'm the original villain. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I got a lot, a lot, a lot of inspiration, not just from wrestling, but from comics, from, from TV shows, movies, you know, I try to adapt everything. Um, I, I take the idea of calling my crowbar Shirley for Megan. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I, I adapted to that. I, probably got my most inspiration from the nature boy rick flair um terry funk there ain't a whole lot of guys that i tried to inspire to be like because i I wanted i wanted psychology jake the snake roberts you know what i mean i wanted that i didn't want the flashy moves i didn't want all the high flying moves like i didn't i didn't want to be Shawn michaels i didn't want i wanted to be more bret hart you know, I wanted to be more uh, Jerry Lawler, more, more, uh, I didn't want to be Ricky Morton. You know what I mean? I wanted to be, I wanted to be. The technical side. I, I, yeah. I, I wanted to be Jake Roberts. I wanted to be Ric Flair. I wanted to, I wanted to be guys like that. The guys that could go out there and just uh, lock in a headlock, man. And you're going to be like, oh my God, he's going to squeeze his head off, you know? Yeah. yeah so like, like, so that's, that's why. I'm a different breed and that's why I think I'm not on a lot of people's like top list because I don't do the flashy stuff. I don't do the flaming tables. Like, you know, uh, I'm not saying that I won't. I'm just saying I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, money's right. Uh, Rockwell do a lot. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it's just that thing. Like, like, like I was taught what professional wrestling was, you know, Yes, I was taught completely different than people are taught today. Mm-hmm. I wasn't taught to do go off the top rope. I was taught to sell a headlock. I was taught to sell a shoulder block. I was taught to sell an arm drag. I was, you know what I mean? I was taught to sell these things, you know? I was taught to not bump so much, not to, you know, oversell or dead sell or, 
or right. any of the in between, you know, like, like, like I, I, those are the things that I would talk and that I've tried to push off on the, uh, some of the students that we work with and me and Justin, we, we train like the same students. So it's like, he teaches them to be wrestlers. I, I teach them the psychology, ring positioning, character development, and stuff like that. I care about character. Some people care about wrestling. I care about character. Yeah. Well, you got to have both to have a good, a good wrestler. And I, I agree. I agree. And that's why I like Justin teaching them. Yes. Now I've seen some of his videos that he's put out like on uh, Instagram and stuff like that. And yeah. he makes those moves look easy. Man, he makes everything look easy. Man. <laughs> and it, I ain't going to lie. It kind of bothers me and it makes me want to wrestle him right now because uh, it's just like, and, but you know what? He brings the best out of you. Yeah. Whether you're a wrestler or his student, yeah. he brings the freaking best out of you and that's what i love about it is that he won't let you half-ass it he right. will not let you half-ass it and if you do he's not gonna push you further you know he's gonna let you stay right there at that half-ass level right yeah that's uh that's one thing that i i noticed from talking to him you know he will teach you how to do it right but you know you gotta be you gotta be willing to do it right too yeah yeah well that's what was instilled in him so i right. mean and, and you know, I Same think exactly. <laughs> even going beyond wrestling, that isn't taught a lot in general anymore. It's you not know, in the way the world is. You know, I'm 33. I'll be 34 here in the next few weeks, and I was raised a lot different than some of these younger kids were, and it bothers me because they don't have the same. I don't know what the right word for it is, but it, it's just not the same. The, they don't take things as seriously as I was raised to take. You know, I was raised by an older generation where you took your job seriously. You took uh, being on time. You, you did those things, you know, and it bothers me when they can't even show up to a place on time. And so yeah. it goes beyond wrestling even. You know, I was talking to Silas Young the other day, and uh, he was kind of – he was kind of explaining something to me. He was like, you know, it, it's not your fault. It, it, it's these guys come in, mm -hmm. they start training and you befriend them and you become friends with them. Right. And when you become friends with them, they think they're on your level. They think right. that they're on your 19, 18, 20, 30 years of experience level. And they're not, they don't know nothing, nothing. All you are is just, a, just a friend. And that's our fault for, reaching our hand out and saying, Hey, I want to be your friend. And that honestly, uh, trainers, trainers, promoters, they shouldn't be doing, they shouldn't be reaching their hand. I know that sounds, Oh, well you should be friends. No, 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 no. Yeah. Eventually, mm -hmm. eventually you guys can be friends, you know, but right. like, but I think that's where it also comes from. And that's why these guys get a little mouthy and disrespectful yeah. is because, and, and again, doesn't just talk about professional wrestling that goes, for life too yes. you get these older people that become friends with these younger people and these younger people think they're grown-ass people and they're not right so i mean uh, it goes both ways so so when silas kind of broke that down to me i was like man <laughs> that is crazy because i ran into a situation like that uh like early earlier in the year so i was like that is crazy when you break it down like that so so you know you live and you learn, you move on, you know, keep on right. doing your thing, you know? So that's what I do, man. That's what I do. I just, I, I live and I learn from my, my experiences, you know, and I make the best out of them and I create new experiences. <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, 
so I can edit this up and everything. That's the reason why I record these things. Oh, you're you're good, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're starstruck. It's not a big deal, man. I am a little starstruck. You are right. (laughs) (laughs) My wife, every time I do this, she's like, you're going to do fine. Just remember, they're people just like you. Just calm down. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same way for what, like when we have to wrestle like bigger names, you know. Uh-huh. It's the same thing, man. Like, like, like you know, when, when we wrestle bigger names, the exact same thing. You know what they tell us? Hey, we're normal people too. Yeah, it's cool. We're good. Yeah. It's all right. You don't have to treat us that way, you know. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so, and and that's what that's what I always tell my boys. You know, when bigger names come in, man, don't 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 start. You know. Yeah. Treat them the same way that you would treat. Uh, your fellow worker walking through the door, man. That's all it's about, man. That's all they want to be is treated. Saying they don't be treated no different, right? I mean, it's okay to pick their brain, you know, uh, because you know they've obviously pick the brain. Yeah, pick the brain, but you know, uh, just treat them like normal people. If you're not picking the brain, you're not wanting to learn, you know. Right. Uh, if you if you know a guy that got experience, you know, like like if I I hear this guy right here has been promoting for 20 years. Well, guess what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about promoting a little bit because maybe you can teach me something I'm doing wrong, or maybe I can help you or, or vice versa. Like Jason Jones has helped me so much on that promoting, uh, promoting stage period. Uh-huh. So, so it, it, it's like, it, it's crazy, you know? So it's like, I try to pass my knowledge off. So, so anybody that ever asked me about promoting, wrestling, training, doing shows, whatever, I try to give them the best advice I can give them. Right. Well, and, you know, uh, promoting, that's something that's universal, too, because, you know, that's something I'm still trying to get a handle on with this show. Uh, this yeah. is... Podcasts are hard, man. Yes, they are. Um, this, what I'm recording right now, is episode 17. So, technically, I've done took- 20... Hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Right. It took you 17 episodes to get me on? Yes. What in the world is this? <laughs> no, I'm all right with you. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I've I've had, I did a few episodes with friends and stuff like that. And, um, like, I had a WrestleMania episode where I had two guys come over to my house. I ended up doing a three-hour recording with them, and it took me 12 hours to edit it because um, one guy didn't talk loud enough, and the other guy, I had to kind of clean up his uh, audio and everything. So it took me 12 hours. My wife was not happy by the end of that, so I had to come up with a new schedule on recording. So we did that, and the first half of it was supposed to be we told our top five favorite WrestleMania matches. The second half of it was we were going to tell our predictions for WrestleMania. So, yeah, that took forever. And I decided after a few of those episodes, I'm just going to stick to having people come on the show, I think. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's easier to do a podcast with a guest. I tried my hand in a podcast a little bit. I sucked at it, so I gave it up. Well, I like just I realized said, I'm, I, I'm better as a guest than I am as a host. <laughs> well, hey, I get it. You know, it's just like wrestling. It's not for everybody to do. You know, everybody has their thing that they're good at. So. Yeah, no, and, and you're right. You're right. You're right. You know, uh, when I got into wrestling, I never thought I'd be a promoter, you know, and I realized uh, I had two uncles that were promoters. 
Uh-huh. One of them was a manager. One of them was a wrestler. So, you know, I, I thought I was just going to be a wrestler. Now I'd kind of do both. Um, and then, you know, soon, you know, eventually I'm only going to be doing one. I ain't going to be wrestling forever, you know? Yeah. So I finally remembered what I was going to ask you. Do you have a dream match that you would like? And it can be anybody from any promotion, dead, alive, retired, anything. I love to ask this question because I've gotten so many different answers. I mean, you couldn't have, like, sent me this question so I could have thought about it so it doesn't <laughs> seem like I'm thinking. Um, hey, I'm going to have to leave uh, the part where I got starstruck there. <laughs> so, um, that's a really freaking good question. So, like, right now, uh-huh. right now, like, if I was a baby face right now, uh-huh. what guy I would want to work, like, right freaking now? Uh-huh. Christian Cage. If I was a baby yeah. face right now, he's doing that's great the guy I right want to work too. right now. Next to like a guy like MJF. And I don't want I don't want I don't want a lot watch a lot of the product. I hear what's going on. I listen yes. to people, you know. It's kind of like what, what I do with everything. I listen. So and that's what I'm hearing a lot of. So I go back and I watch it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so uh I would love like 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 you know younger me younger me like 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 back in the day i would have loved done stories like this no no no, no me me right now I, me at the my prime right now you know, mm-hmm. screw younger me younger me was terrible me right now <laughs> i think i'm the I'm, I'm the best i've ever been there you go. i'm the best i've ever been at storytelling at what i do as a professional wrestler uh-huh. if i could get like me and like freaking like jake roberts in the prime oh my god God, the storytelling would be insane. Uh, or me and Ric Flair, me, Arn Anderson, any of those storytelling guys. Yes. That's what I would love to be a part of. Uh, like right now, um, I would love to work. I, I would love to work a guy like like James Storm. Yeah. A uh, guy, guy like that caliber, you know, that would be great. A guy like, um, man, there's 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 so many. There's so many different guys. Like like Jericho would be another guy, guy that'd be great to work with. Um, oh yeah. Um, I'm a big Jericho guy, so I'm always going to say yes to that. So because Jericho's very versatile, you know yes, what I mean. He, he wasn't like a lot a lot of those other guys. He he, he can work any style, you know. Yes. So and he was always um, adapting too. That's the one thing I would. Uh, and if I was a hardcore guy, if I was a big hardcore guy, I'd love to. I'd love to tear it up for Dean Ambrose, you know. And that's on that's on that top level, you know. Now on a local level, on a, a, a lower level, man, there, there's so much talent out there right now, man. I would, I would, I would love to tear it up, you know, with guys like Tino Valentino, guys like Kurt Gannon, guys like Alex Royal, if he would ever come back, JD. Like these are guys, uh, um, Gary Graham. Um, I would love for a promoter to book me against Niles Plonke. You know what I mean? I would yeah. love to work Niles. You know what I mean? Yep. Like guys like that. Those 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 are those are inspirational guys, and and, and you're gonna learn so much just by working with them. You know, I just had a match with this uh, guy, uh, Must See TV. You ever heard of him? Col- Col- Colton, uh, I think it's Colton Voigt, Voigt, Colton Voigt, something like that. Anyways, uh, must see TV. Great, great, great kid, man. I mean, he was trained over at Harley's. Um, he's an MMA fighter. He hits really, really hard. But, like, 
I just had a blast with him, and, and the kid taught me a lot, and I taught him some, you know, but he also taught me how to love wrestling more, you know? So it's like you're going to get so many of these situations that are just going to be so good. So it's like, I, yeah, yeah, I can't give you a straight answer. I really can't. I, I, I can't give you, like, that one dream match. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have one. Like I have like, you know, more like dream feuds or dream moments, you know, and there you go. And I'm living them. I'm living them, man. I'm freaking living them. I love it. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. You know, and uh, I, I can tell by the excitement in your voice, just hearing you talk, about, my, you know, it's getting me pumped. My, I want to see these things happen. Yeah. My biggest dream isn't about me. It's about WFC as a whole company the wrestlers the people involved i want everybody to get big i want everybody to get known i want everybody to live live their dream and, and that, that's all i'm all, all it's about that's all i want it's just people to live their freaking dream do not stop leaving your living your dream no matter what anybody says to you keep living your dream and i'll always say this till i'm blue in the face professional wrestling isn't for everyone it is not for everyone but but as a fan it's for everybody yes I, I actually think I saw you post something about that the other day. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, you'll man, probably hear really you'll, you'll, good. That's good stuff. <laughs> you'll probably hear me say stuff like that all the time because because I'll say because I'll hear promoters say, "Oh, pro wrestling's for everybody." No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Stop saying that. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. I promise you, it is not. Yeah, uh, but I mean, if you, if if you have a dream for it, you got to at least try, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. And no, and I'm not saying don't try oh, it. Yeah, no, just because I say it's not at. for everybody. Right. Don't try it. Please right. try it. Yes. But don't be mad when you're told this isn't for you. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know that's one reason. So my show isn't completely a wrestling podcast. I have. I think I was. I, I was. I was looking. I was looking it up a little bit. So I, I know it's because because it doesn't say wrestling podcast. It's, it's like dad dad's podcast. podcast. Yes, it's a nerdy dad so. podcast. You know, and I, I kind of named it that to the if you give a dad a podcast. I was talking about my talking with my guest last week, uh, Logan Knight, on this, and it's kind of play off the words if you give a mouse a cookie, you know, because yeah. he wants a glass of milk, you know, and then then he wants something else, you know. It's it's not just one thing. It's well, I've got this on my podcast. Well, what can sure. I have next? What else can I do? And so, you know, I've had everything from, I've had a rap artist on here. I've had an actress on here. Uh, I've got a chiropractor that's came on here. In fact, he's going to be coming back next week. Um, he, that's good. Yeah. That's good. You should, you should, you should, again, you should be versatile. Exactly. You shouldn't have the same thing over and over and over and over. You can only have so many wrestlers on your podcast. Right. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wrestlers because I'm the biggest wrestling fan. Not at all. Mind, you know? Not and at all. No. My, my wife actually says... I over obsess about some of this stuff sometimes, you know, huh. and that's become the that's what my wife says. <laughs> so we're in the same boat here, but yeah, <laughs> my, the podcast has become a big part for me and I can feel that you have that same passion when it comes to wrestling and when it comes to WFC and you know, I, I just can't wait to see what happens in the future because I know that it's going places. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready. To, I want to push it. I'm gonna push it to the limit, man. Like we're on we're on this uh, high roller coaster right now, man. I do not want this roller coaster coming down at any time. 
Well, and you said one other thing, that, and I just remembered this. Uh, you were talking about it being in your blood, and you know, you can't just—it's an addiction almost, you know—and you can't just do it once or twice. And what's proven that in the past? I just read, I think it was today, Booker T even got back in the ring. Uh, just yeah, you know, just I mean, recently, uh, Ric Flair is having another match. You know, I mean, when it's in your blood, you just can't stop. That that it just something else and that's why a lot of people when they step away from the business they go away permanently because if they don't then they're gonna come back they're gonna end right back right back into the same situation doing the same thing you know uh me i'm not going nowhere i'm gonna be around professional wrestling the day i die you know what i mean like it's it's consumed majority of my life it's consumed my daughter's life it's consumed majority of my wife's life you know what i mean she's our she runs our concession you know so it's like like she she's involved in this just as much as i am you know and it was never supposed to happen this way but it did it is and guess what we're rocking well one thing i like to say is um if it's not meant to be you have to fight tooth and nail for it to happen if it's meant to be then you can't stop it from happening yep yep and uh, if you didn't fail, you didn't try. Exactly. Yeah. So if people want to follow you or they want to follow Wrestling for a Cause online, how can they do that? Uh, on Facebook, or, uh, you can just type in wfccharity.com. It'll take, a straight to, take you straight to Facebook, or it's uh, Wrestling for a Cause on uh, Facebook. We also have a group page. It's like WFC fan page, something like that, Wrestling for a Cause WFC fan page. Uh, it's a private group, um, and they always do like private contests and giveaways and stuff on there. Um, Twitter, I think it's WFC Prime. Instagram, WFC Prime. Every everything, every Patreon. We have a Patreon, WFC Wrestling, I believe. Uh, people can uh, donate to that. You get a free free merch. You get free tickets, and you know all all that good stuff. Um, of course, you know, IWTV, if you sign up for IWTV, use WFC Prime, they give us a little kickback. Um, it's $9.99 a month. You can get to see some of the best indie wrestling in the United States or even in Canada. They, they got all over the world. So um, IWTV is a really amazing app. We just signed another year contract with them. Uh, we just dropped 18 shows on them. So... Oh, wow. So they're, they're, they're loving us. Yeah, they're loving us. And, and we're, we're all caught up on our TV show. So like, like all stories lines are current right now. Oh, that's good. Okay. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to uh, maybe say to people uh, before we end this? Only thing I'm going to tell you people, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I, if you could take any advice, any, any advice from me, it's this support local indie wrestling no matter what town you're in support them they need all the support they can get we need the support we can get support local indie wrestling all right man well it's been amazing having you on here i'm glad we were finally able to do this me too man me too and bring me back anytime man i mean I'm, i'm full i'm always full of air man (laughs) <laughs> I think we could uh, have some pretty good uh, uh, pretty good shows on here. I'll definitely have to bring yeah, you back. Yeah, for sure, man. 
For sure, man. You ever need guests? I got a lot of guys that, that I think you would love to have on your show. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. All right. Well, you have a good night, sir. You too, man. Take it easy. Hey there, friends. Interested in another podcast to listen to between episodes? Well, you're in luck. Come check out Bloody Babble's podcast. We are a gaggle of babblers who talk of true crime and other gory wonderment. New episodes are released every Tuesday, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are streamed. Happy babbling, my friends. Have you ever wondered what the top 10 most streamed 90s songs are? Or what about the top 10 highest paid dead celebrities? Maybe the top 10 most common phobias? Hi there, I'm Nick, host of the Tennis Podcast. Every episode, me and my various sidekick hosts share trivia, fun facts, and hot takes as we try to guess each other's top tennis list. Here's a little preview. When he dresses up as a girl bunny, he drives Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam crazy with lust. Mr. Monopoly's actual legal name, Rich Uncle Pennybags. And it turns out people will just shock a guy to death if someone in a lab coat asks semi-nicely. Chickens outnumber humans more than two to one. It is the only R-rated film to gross a billion dollars. With over 175 episodes and counting, there's sure to be a top 10 list that tickles your weird little fancy just right. Listen to Tennis Podcasts now on any podcast app. That's one zero ish podcast. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Tim Rockwell. Had a lot of fun talking with him. I'm very excited about some of the episodes that I have coming up here in the near future. The um, Next week, I will be having on Jordan Whitley. He was the animal and human chiropractor that I had on a few months ago. And he went on a trip to Africa. And he's going to come back and talk about that trip that he had. And I'm very excited about having him on to kind of hear those stories that he has for us. Then the following week, I have another wrestler on my show, and that is Shotgun Dan Weber. Pretty excited about having him on as well. Um, I've seen him wrestle two times now, and uh, he's, he's a great guy. He's a great wrestler, and I can't wait to see what he has to say on the show and some of the stories that he may have to bring to us. Then a little ways down the road, I've got a few other pretty awesome ones coming. I have, uh, for all my metalcore fans, I have the lead singer of the band with some friends is going to be on in August, as well as the promoter for Crown Championship Wrestling is going to come on at the end of next month. I'll probably air that at the beginning of September. Um, so I've got some pretty cool ones lined up that are going to be on here. Also, in that time, I'm supposed to be having Jason Jones on here, the Space Cowboy. That guy is a hard-working machine, and I can't wait to have him on the show as well. So, if you guys would like to maybe reach out, send me an email to ask some of these guys some questions, you can do that by sending me an email at uh, giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on social media, and that's on Facebook, you can find me at, if you give a data podcast, or you can type in I-Y-G-A-D-A-P, which is the acronym for if you give a data podcast. 
You can also find me on Instagram, and that's at Give the Dad a Podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter at DadPodcast11. Any of these places you can go and find updates about what's going on with the show, what guests I'm going to have on, any special stuff that's going to be coming up. When you guys are listening to these episodes, rate it, review it. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you like. Tell me... You know, if there's something you'd like me to change. But yeah, just press that rate button or that review button and let me know what you think. I look forward to seeing what you guys have to say and I look forward to having new episodes out. Um, I love doing this. You guys have been very supportive and I can't wait to bring more episodes to you. So I'm going to bring this episode to a close. I can't wait to present more to you. I look forward to hearing from you guys so and for those that just came to hear tim rockwell's episode or any of the other wrestlers episodes i hope you stick around Uh, i've got some great content coming your way and i hope you stick around to hear it with us and enjoy these conversations all right well i love you guys i hope you have a wonderful week and i will see you next time enjoyed our show come back next week come on guys you know you want to come back